You are listening to Becoming BioQuantum with DMT and your hosts, Jules and Leanne. Hi everyone, it's Jules. This is Activate Evolution and this is the Biohacking BioQuantum Summit. And I have Dave. Dave, I don't know your last name. Uh, Robinson. Robinson. I have Dave Robinson. And so we're here in Sayulita, Mexico. And he does a lot of uh, ice baths and he's kind of um, hacking. We just had this conversation about kind of hacking and using dopamine. But he actually has a really interesting story. We had a conversation yesterday. And so I want to just kind of journey into that. So instead of doing your bio, we're just going to put your life out on the line here so I'm just gonna let you start Dave of where like where do you feel like your turning point consciously started to happen definitely over a year ago I mean I was going through a lot of mental health issues for several years uh, family members have gone through it too so I went through the false belief of uh, oh it's in my genetics this is part of me um, and I actually remember having a doctor back in Canada telling me, no, you've just learned this and you need to unlearn it. And I think that's really interesting because you normally wouldn't hear that mm -hmm. from a medical doctor. I mean, no offense to them. They're just not taught that. Usually the answer is, well, what drugs can we give you to alter your chemical state? Um, and that method, that approach didn't vibe with me. Um, so I just felt intuitively to at least begin healing myself, I was of the belief that the environment to which you got sick in, you can never heal. That's, I heard a doctor say that actually, and it resonated with me, so I just felt inclined to go to Mexico. And the reason for that was mainly to reconnect with nature. I know how important the sun is, not just on a physical level, but I now know on like an energetic level, it can actually assist with consciousness and raising consciousness. Um, I only later learned that, but initially I wanted to be in sun all year round, grounded in the ocean. So my intention was first to go there to heal myself physically. And that's when it got really interesting because I was in Tulum and I, um, I did a Tepesquide ceremony, which is like Mayan ayahuasca. And got blasted off into the abyss. And it wasn't necessarily the actual trip that changed me. It was months after. That's when I started receiving more downloads. I just found myself interested in learning more about consciousness. And like on the scientific side, like what quantum physicists mm -hmm. were finding, like the double slit experiment mm -hmm. and things like that. And I just really started to question my reality at that point. And from that curiosity, more and more synchronicities started to kick in where I was just finding myself guided to certain books. And one book would expand on the previous book, even though they had nothing to do with each other. It was like some intelligent source was feeding me the breadcrumbs of what this reality really was. And what I came to realize is that, and again, this is my belief and anyone listening, if this resonates with you, that's great, but I'm not trying to indoctrinate everyone, but I believe strongly that we're in this like holographic universe to which we're all manifesting through our thought, but we're all creating it together. And there's a great book that I read called Quantum Revelation by Paul Levy, where he expands on that, where he had a realization that, oh, we're just living in this quantum dream. So I'm dreaming you up, but simultaneously you're dreaming me up. 
So we're both sort of like a figment of our imagination, but it's very real at the same time. Uh, so I just started going off on that, and uh, and that's when I really started to experience the healing, because all of the programmed bullshit from like what society teaches us didn't seem to matter anymore. Because I would sort of think like, well, this is just a dream. I mean, I can I can use my consciousness to create at will. Of course, it's taken practice to get to that full embodiment i'm still not there i can still like succumb to you know our 3d programming of oh my i got this really big bill today fuck like it's expensive you know like all the stuff that elicits fear Mm -hmm. but at the same time have the knowing that fear isn't real Mm -hmm. it's just a program and we can now especially after meeting you we can rise above that and just be part of the source energy not identify with these 3d programs um and then here i am with you meeting you in a very synchronistic way as well so it's just it's interesting how it all worked out and i was just saying how you know being in the frequency that you are you're always bringing in the right people right Mm -hmm. to reflect what's next and i want to go back to you were talking about that book how they were kind of dreaming each other up and but we're having this 3d experience of Mm -hmm. what that dream is and i think that's a perfect example of the difference between consciousness in the you could say the primal body or in the third dimensional reality and then shifting it into um the quantum body because in the quantum body we actually have the experience of the holograph so we know that we're in the illusion Mm -hmm. or the expression of the intelligence itself and so i think that's really interesting that it's just where we're holding consciousness right it's it's how conscious are we and what are we identifying in so with that where do we want to go next so you're here so you moved from tulum though to to here so what triggered that move I mean, that's a whole story, too. Very interesting. I won't get into the details of it, but I had like a group of friends that I had made in Tulum. We were all really tight. And then the decision was we'd all go out west together. Initially, it was Puerto Vallarta, which is just 40 minutes from here, because one of our friends wanted to see mountains. And we're like, let's all stick together and let's let's do that. So it was purely for that reason. It wasn't like some divine push or calling it was merely just because i wanted to stay with um with friends and interestingly enough leading up to that all the friend groups sort of there's drama and stuff and everyone sort of went different ways and i ended up in puerto Vallarta with two others and then ended up finding sayulita just the moment i got here i just felt the energy and i felt like tingling throughout my entire body and I knew I needed to be here. However, like moving here, I was actually under a lot of very stressful predicaments. I was going through a breakup. Like it was awful. So I was like questioning, like, I feel like I was guiding, guided here, but I'm going through hell right now. Like there's so much stress on top of that because that relationship was dissipating. I was thinking I have no friends here. Mm. Am I going to have to go back to Canada? Um, I don't know. It felt like my life was falling apart. And I, you know what's interesting is I kept doing oracle cards on myself and I'd keep getting the same card and it was the crumbling, meaning that like 
your current reality is about to crumble to to bring in a new opportunity so i kept thinking on that i'm like it's the crumbling it's the crumbling <laughs> this this bullshit's gonna be done and it did end and at that same time i met dakota mm. who's become like an amazing friend and since then just all of these opportunities have opened up we've been doing all these great things meeting other friends um so it's just interesting for me my experience was in order to reach that next level of consciousness and to actually now i'm at a point now where i feel like i'm on my mission Aww. i felt like i was in limbo before that i didn't know what i was doing with my life uh so for that to happen i needed to go through pain and turmoil and loss and attachment because i didn't want to detach from these people because i was scared mm -hmm. of being alone and but once I had that courage to do that, a new reality opened up and it was, and it's been incredible. I, I love that you just said that because I feel like there's so many people that stay in relationships because they're afraid of being alone mm -hmm. and knowing deep down that they shouldn't be, right? And I love that you just were so vulnerable and and expressing your experience because a lot of times we do have to go through the crumbling in order to move into our next and that that's okay mm -hmm. and that you didn't die right yeah <laughs> i mean it's shitty in the moment but it's like anything anything that adds value and benefit like for example working out people want to gain more muscle or whatever in the process of it it sucks like yeah. you're exhausted it hurts but you after the aftermath is you're happy with the results it's the same thing with life experiences if you want to move up to the next level you need to experience these shitty things and get through it and learn from it and then apply that learning to whatever comes next and that's just going to set you up on the next level i want to go into that a little bit too because i feel like now more than ever just because we're just as a collective holding a higher frequency that once we do it once right you have this was kind of like your big one right i'm sure you yeah. probably had some small ones but once we kind of have our big one we learn what it is to have the death of an attachment or multiple attachments of what it is to like wipe it clean and start something fresh and we're all going to have that in a little bit of different way but this is my theory i was actually having this conversation with the intelligence last night <laughs> And those of you that don't know what that means, just bypass it. I was having this conversation with an intelligence outside my programming. And what I saw was we're actually moving into a paradigm where it doesn't have to be hard anymore. Mm -hmm. It's because we're identifying in these higher frequencies so much that to create a shift is literally just a shift of focus. And so we don't have to go through these traumatic things, but what we do have to do is listen to that guidance because then we're not creating attachments anymore. We're, our, the only thing that we're actually focusing on is what we were saying, following the breadcrumbs, right? Mm -hmm. So if we just moved our life into that, and that was the only attachment we had was to listen to the intelligence, then we don't have attachment to outcome we don't have attachment to a relationship there is no being alone mm -hmm. because the mission becomes the listen and do and i think that's probably the reason why i feel like that pain cycle is what i call it that 
oh, we have to go through this traumatic thing in order to create a big change. I'm not saying that there's not going to be people out there that have to go through that, but I also feel like there's more and more people that are in this higher frequency. Yeah, I mean, I'd prefer to avoid that <laughs> if I was told you can just get to the higher frequency. You don't have to experience the crumbling. It's like, fuck yeah. Well, don't <laughs> you feel, kind of feel like you're on the other side of that, though? You know, that like maybe there's going to be little learning curves, but you're so... What I've known of you just in these last few days is that you're in a frequency where you are ultra aware that you're always mm -hmm. kind of reading into things and learning through things. So if you're always in that space of awareness, it's very unlikely that you're going to have a big crumbling. Yeah, it definitely feels that way. I mean, I'll be completely honest, even though I have that awareness and I have so much empirical evidence from my past experiences to know, like I do truly believe that I am guided and protected by whether it be just source in general, or whether it be a future version of me in a higher dimension. Um, Interstellar. Interstellar. <laughs> just watched that movie last night, so that was fresh in my mind. Um, whatever the case may be, I have so much evidence because I've had so many like near misses where it's, it's worked out for me, and then the, the what I was perceiving as negative was actually very necessary. So I have all of that knowledge and I can use my analytical 3D mind to get through things. However, I'm still, I'm still in the process. Like I'm still experiencing fear of, oh, what if this happened? Like if you talk to Dakota, I'm a, I can be an overthinker and be like, well, what if I say this? And then he'll be, he'll have to be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you're just saying shit, especially when we're of the belief that our thoughts create our reality. Why am I creating thoughts that are aren't serving me? So I'm still in that deprogramming process, but I am aware of it where I can catch myself and be like, oh, this is that bullshit program. Like, let it pass. Um, sometimes I need a vent out loud. Um, but I do feel myself, I do feel that program like leeching out of me slowly. But I was going to say it's great, like meeting someone like you that's offering solutions of like, let's speed up this process because it doesn't necessarily have to be this long endured process of releasing programs it can actually be quite quick because in the quantum like there like you said there is no time it's just all happening simultaneously so why don't i just transition my consciousness into that frequency that i'm trying to obtain i love that and i also want to say just the awareness that you're in a program is actually a really high level of consciousness i mean there's different levels that people exist in so when you're having those negative thoughts and you know that you're having them mm -hmm. and that you're even willing to be like okay i have these and i'm gonna just shift gears even if you're doing it through your own programming i want to go back to that saying that your doctor said that you can't actually heal in the environment you got sick in well, the same is true for consciousness. You can't shift into a new state of consciousness from the consciousness that created the level that you're in. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we're trying to analytically shift out of a program. It's almost like the ego is identifying or the ego is observing the ego. Mm -hmm. But that's still way better than just being in the ego, right? It's, it's the step. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree, yeah. <laughs> But it will be nice to get to the point where I don't even need to have the awareness and I can just be it. 
if that makes sense. I mean, that is the goal is mm-hmm. to be to be the intelligence. But until then, there's so much fun in learning what that intelligence is. And it sounds like you're right there. You're right where you're supposed to be. Oh, I could talk about this for hours. It's <laughs> it's it's awesome. Okay, well, what you've had such great things to say. Is there anything that we have I haven't asked you that you just are like, "Oh, I want to talk about this." I don't think so. I mean No, I think I think that's everything, really. You know what? I hear this is coming. I don't know if it's me or the, it's just the some people that are... But there, you said something in there that you feel like you're in your purpose now or that you're... Yeah. So, so what is that? Like, what do you feel? And it doesn't necessarily have to be one specific thing, mm-hmm. but what is it... Like, what does your daily life look like as living your purpose? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Um, are you familiar with uh, Dolores Cannon? I am. She actually came to me. Okay, this is crazy. I have to tell it like interruption. So she, I was in my kitchen. I had no idea who this lady was. Okay. She showed up in my kitchen, some old lady, and she's like, you have to take my class. And I have no wow. idea who this lady is. So I went over I actually had a YouTube thing playing and I looked over and one and I saw her picture on one of the side YouTube things and so I pressed on it and it was the video of her um a memorial really and I was like oh my gosh this lady isn't even alive anymore so I signed up for a class I actually am a um, like the hypnosis yeah I'm a practitioner cool (laughs) I've always wanted to meet someone that's Taking that specific class. What's it called? The quantum it's, um, something. Yeah, I QHHT. So it's quantum healing hypnosis. Technique. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I've only read her one book, which was The Three Waves of Volunteers. Have you read that I one? I haven't. I just took her class. Well, basically she talks. It's like a collection of all these transcripts from all of her um, hypnosis clients. And through that, she put together a book because she realized that the planet is going through an ascension Mm -hmm. and that she discovered that there's three waves of volunteers, of souls that have come down from different dimensions, different universes that volunteered to help raise the frequency. And then the three waves, basically she describes them as like age ranges like baby the baby boomer wave and stuff like that and she talked about wave two and i remember reading the description and it just i had that internal knowing that i feel like i'm one of those volunteers and it was just like yeah like you're not (laughs) this might sound bad but you're not really there to do much but share your frequency and you'll notice that when people are around you they really they enjoy being around you and this isn't to talk like highly about myself. I'm sure there's people that have been irritated, oh, no. you just have irritated by me. But I've <laughs> had that internal knowing where I've just had, I've just been around people and people have been very comfortable talking to me and opening up to me. Um, and I've just really enjoyed being around people and just hearing them out. And I just, I've always wanted to help and heal people. I just never really knew how so it was cool to read that because it was basically saying like these souls are just here to be present and to be 
themselves and the highest expression of themselves and that alone will help heal humanity help raise the vibration or whatever the case may be so after reading that that's when i knew i'm like hey i need to help people that's part of my mission and basically what i'm doing now is like i'm doing ice baths and i'm creating educational content on that i'm doing a lot of cool work with dakota and you know he has a great platform and we resonate so much in all similar things and it's just awesome that he already has the platform where he can impact a lot of people so i feel like i can help him with that and while at the same time build my own platform up as well and just basically teach people how to tap into their power how to heal themselves using the power of nature and just to like tap into this unity consciousness field to which i believe where we're heading and i know that's my mission and i'm still finding out exactly how to do that along the way. But I think at the first and foremost way to do that is tending to myself. So like I said, came to Mexico to heal myself. I'm still on my healing journey. And as I continue to heal, that's going to hopefully has a, have a ripple effect on people around me. And then even further, because you need to embody that. Like if I was like trying to give advice now and I just felt like shit and I was miserable, like it wouldn't be people would people would be aware of that on a subconscious level so it's heal, focusing on myself to be the best version of myself and then inspiring others that they can do the same because there's nothing special about me like anyone can do this i love that that's everybody's motto right there mm -hmm. way a great way to live your life i love this so okay so if somebody wanted to check out your platform where would they go uh, I actually just started a new personal page. Uh, I opened it like three days ago, so brand new, and it's called, uh, it's at Dave the Biohacker. Oh, cool. And I'm just going to do a bunch of content, lifestyle content, yoga, music, ice baths, just everything, basically showing all the stuff that I do on a daily basis mm -hmm. to help heal myself and help raise my vibration and inspire others that they too can live that same way like anyone can do it you just need to believe you can do it and you have to have the intention of healing and all of that so that's yeah that's where you can find me very fun say it one more time dave the biohacker all right dave the biohacker it's perfect time to come in you can start the journey right from the beginning mm -hmm. right it's so fun well dave this has been so fun and thank I you for love having me everything that you said i i these, these kind of conversations are so valuable because people can connect and mm -hmm. they can hear, oh, I had a similar experience and then it uplifts everyone. And that's what this is all about is mm -hmm. uplifting, seeing the, the light in others so that everybody can shine and feel, will feel connected in their highest yeah. frequency, right? Because we all are connected. Yeah. We just need to get rid of that illusion that we're separate and stop hating each other because... We're all just one. I know that sounded like the biggest hippie line. No, no, I'm a, I'm a hippie at, like at heart, so I'm right there with you. All right, well, we're sending everyone so much love. Definitely check out Dave's. Uh, let's say it one more time. Dave the biohacker. Dave the biohacker, and we will see you very soon. Sending you guys lots of love. Thank you for listening. We want to invite you to explore more ways to activate DMT 
at becomingbioquantum.com.